complicate their minds by chasing after money and dreams that can't come true. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the day today. Uh, I just, oh, the grassroots. Jeez, oh, brought to you, selected by me, brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Find out the latest tour dates. And artist info at LiveNation.com. I'm only listening to the song. And you picked it. <laughs> and I picked it. <laughs> well, sometimes that happens. Oh, you just had a brain fart. Uh, I can't find it. I can't. The hell with it. <laughs> hey, we have some breaking uh, jazz news. This is nice. Uh, the National Basketball Athletic Trainers Association have named the Utah Jazz Athletic Training Staff co-recipients of the 2019-2020 Joe O'Toole and David Craig Athletic Training Staff of the Year Award. They share the award with the Oklahoma City Thunder. They're both being honored for their diligence and expertise in handling the first NBA case of COVID-19, which included managing the testing of players and staff and coordinating their safe return home. So, uh, you know, that, that was a situation literally no one on that staff had encountered, Gordon, and a uh, little recognition for the training staff for, for guiding them through. Man, I'm all for that kind of thing because those guys, they, you know, the, the welfare of the players is literally in their minds and hands, Yep. you know. And so they probably don't get the credit they deserve for preserving these athletes both from an, uh, a health standpoint and from an injury standpoint. And that was such a weird situation. I mean, the, the pressure was on yeah. uh, in that moment. And we've talked about that in the past, how that group rallied around itself and, and protected one another and helped one another. And Yeah, okay, that's a nice award. I'm sure, I, I don't know all the details, obviously, but I'm sure they liaised with public health officials there in Oklahoma right. City and, and uh, you know, when everybody looked at somebody, you know, what do we do now? You know, you look at the training staff, and if they go, I don't know, you know, that's that's tough. So I, I'm glad they're getting some recognition because I'm sure they um, – uh, that was a, a tough night for everybody. Uh, and well, I, I've, talked to enough, I've talked to enough athletes through the years, Jake, that they really do trust those trainers. To, 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 and, and you know how athletes are usually in – in tune with their bodies and uh, and they depend on those guys to have their body help their bodies heal help their bodies be where they need to be in order for them to perform and and that's they 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 depend on those guys and then from a trainer standpoint i remember talking to various trainers through the years and sometimes you know obviously uh, are always almost always they're the first ones on the scene when somebody gets injured and uh, I talked to a trainer once who said these athletes sometimes have been have suffered through injury and sometimes they haven't. But they, they view themselves as being somewhat immortal almost. And when that first significant injury hits, uh, man, that's, that's something to deal with. And they're there to help. So good for them, man. All right, uh, Gordon, so that, that's good news about the Jazz. And we'll, we'll talk about the NBA more here in a moment. But th- this is some more breaking news, and this could have some effect on, uh, on the Salt Lake Bees. So uh, Jeff Passan, who major, covers Major League Baseball for ESPN, 
Uh, just had this tweet a couple minutes ago. Gordon says, across baseball, hundreds of minor league players were cut today and lost their jobs. Sources tell ESPN hundreds more will be released over the next week. In the end, upward of 1,000 players could see their baseball careers end. The minor leagues have simply been de- devastated. He adds, in normal years, cuts happen, but not in mass like this. The fallout from the coronavirus expect, uh, expected minor league bakes, baseball contraction and the anticipated cancellation of the 2020 minor league season promoted or uh, prompted organizations each to release dozens of players who were being paid $400 a week. Well, that's the perfect storm to punctuate dreams Man. or to punch them out. And yeah, that's that's minor league baseball depends on the gate. Yep. It depends on the, yeah, they, their mission is twofold. Develop those players and and keep the uh, enterprise alive by getting people to come to the games. And if people can't come to the games, obviously that that that, that cripples it. You know, obviously those tweets are light on specifics, and we don't know specifically how it's going to affect, say, the Owls or the Raptors or the Bees, but um, that's not good. That's not good. That's uh, that's for those of us who have uh, been in sports a long time, been around baseball, been around the minor leagues. Uh, that's heartbreaking. It really is. Uh, but but it's you could see it coming because people aren't walking through the gate. Did I uh, uh, did I ever tell you uh, the story about my grandfather? How he was uh, he was drafted by the Cincinnati Reds out of high school. And uh, as he was uh, preparing to enter his minor league career, he was drafted by Uncle Sam at the same time and instead ended up headed for North Africa. Is that right? And when he got back, they told him he was too old. He got back, you know, two years later, I think, uh, and they told him he was too old. He was only like 20. What years are we talking about here? Uh, Well, the U.S. entered uh, the war in, what, Gordon, 41? Yeah, well, Pearl Harbor happened December 7th, 1941. So uh, probably we're talking about 1942, somewhere in there. Hmm. You know, yeah. minor, I mean, minor league baseball is just such a, a big I know, part of our society, right? I mean, it, part of our community right here, that's for sure. And opportunities, you mentioned dreams dying. I mean, the it's U.S. True. Uh, uh, part in North Africa started in, in May of 42. So, so that's where you're talking about there. Yep. There you go. Anyway, uh, that's well, that's not great news for minor league baseball, and we'll we'll follow uh, the story as it uh, makes its way here to our community with our great um, our great minor league teams. Um, and and he passing alluded to it, Gordon. You know, the minor league system was headed for some reform one way or another. Bernie Sanders, right. of all people, made a really big deal about it. But this mm-hmm. just, I mean, this this just, I guess, speeds everything up and makes everything more extreme. I mean, I I would guess. That AAA baseball will still be necessary in some way, shape, or form when things return to normal. But these, you know, rookie league, single A teams, you know, that that like the Raptors, for example, that's a beautiful ballpark up there in Ogden. I mean, just gorgeous. Yeah, and, we've done shows from up there, and I've seen games up there. Yeah, beautiful place to watch a baseball game. You know, that's a that's a park that needs a team. Yeah. Yes, it does. But 
uh, how it's all going to come together, I don't know. You think they'll have like independent teams? They'll have a team unaffiliated teams? So uh, I, I don't know what it's going to look like. That was that was kind of the idea when they started talking about this stuff. Is okay, a, a team like since we're talking about the Raptors, uh, the Raptors, for instance, uh, they could operate their uh, if they got the gate, they could operate their own independent thing. But but why this is a big deal is because Major League Baseball pays the salaries of the minor league players. So the, the, the bees, for example, don't have to worry about the payroll. I mean, it's, it's the structure of, of how this thing, uh, how this thing works. So could a team like the Raptors afford to exist if majorly the major league baseball parent club wasn't paying the salaries of its players and maybe some sure could, a, but I don't know. I'm not sure that's always the case at lower levels of minor league, uh, ball that, uh, that the major league teams pay the salaries. Is that, is that always the case? I, I, I'm not sure. I, that. you know what? I'm not 100 percent sure either. So I don't want to uh, paint myself into a corner. But I believe if you're affiliated, then uh, yeah, or at least portions of the salaries. I thought it was pretty much 100 percent, but I could be wrong. Well, uh, the point is that there are young players out there who have a dream, who are trying to uh, develop themselves into, uh, and we see that happen. We see guys who develop through the the farm systems and they make it to AAA and then they make the jump into the major leagues. And if they don't have that opportunity, then some players are going to miss out on what they, uh, what they are determined to make it get accomplished. And from, from the fans perspective, I don't know, Jake, you and I have talked about this and Austin's familiar with it as well. We love going out to the ballpark. Very much. I know it's not major league baseball, but it's pretty good. It's and awesome. even when it's not at the top level of the minor leagues, you know, whether it's AAA or rookie ball or whatever it is, it's fun just to go out and watch uh, a top percentage of players or else they wouldn't be pros. Uh, playing the game and, and watching the competition and having a good time at the ballpark. That's if I told you, Jake. What do you if you don't have anything to do on a on a Utah summer night? That's got to be near the top of the list of, of pleasant things to do. Absolutely, and that particular ballpark is gorgeous with that backdrop and the the that ballpark has stood the test of of time incredibly well. I mean, it's. It's still in very great shape, and the amenities are terrific. And you know, the food has gotten really, really good over the uh, the past several years. And yeah, that's it marks summer, right? You know, we we yeah. just got through Memorial Day, and that's the kind of the unofficial beginning of or official beginning of summer. And uh, you, you know, usually a, a night out at the ballpark is a big part of a lot of our summers around here. And I I would it would really be a shame for that to not be the case in the future in some way, shape, or form. But so I, I'm this... worried about it. And by the way, Austin looked it up. Major League Baseball pays the pays for the play. Yeah, and along those lines, yesterday the Oakland A's told Yahoo Sports starting uh, after April 31st, or excuse me, May 31st, the A's will not be paying any of their minor league ball players after May 31st. So that's, as Jeff Passan put, the, the hundreds of that are being cut, the, the entire A's farm system is a part of that. Right. So what happens? These guys go out and get jobs and uh, maybe go take some BP in the evening if they can, try yeah. to keep themselves. That's, that's kind of what they bri- do already, bridge, right? Bridge the gap between uh, what's going on right now until maybe an opportunity a year from now. Yeah, that's, that's uh, what they do already, though. They, they are teachers or, or policemen or whatever during the off season, and then they go play ball during the season for twenty grand. 
With the exception of the big bonus guys right. who are, you know, are high, highly thought of prospects. Right. Mm. But, wow, that's... That's rough news. That affects a whole lot of good athletes. Yep, that's rough news. And just opportunities uh, opportunities lost. I mean, the, that number seems staggering. A thousand minor league players are going to well, be in like the wind. You, like you said, Jake, the contraction was going to happen uh, to some extent. Right. But not like this. Yep. I mean, that's that's... You're you're compensating a lot of players in that structure. Then yeah. they were headed for reform, but this is this is making it more severe and certainly speeding up the process. And um, it, it's it's a bit of a shame. It 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 really is. Um, Gordon, let's switch gears a little bit. We plan to talk about the NBA, and let's move into that uh, that conversation as we're inching along the timeline of a possible return. And just to catch everybody up with where we are today, the league is holding a general managers meeting. And then tomorrow, as we talked to Greg Miller about yesterday on the show, tomorrow they'll have a Board of Governors meeting. Now, we learned a little bit more today from the Milwaukee Bucks owner who said on CNBC that they will be presented with options tomorrow, Gordon, and they will vote on them next week. So don't expect anything solid coming out of tomorrow. We're looking more forward to next week. But that's that's the timeline of decision making for the NBA right now. I imagine that it's going to fall somewhere along the lines of what we've been talking about, these various models of uh, having 16 teams and go straight into the postseason or have some sort of round-robin tournament or some sort of uh, qualification for those lingering teams in the West. Teams in the East don't seem to have much of a chance if you're not already among the top eight and then and then move from there. Uh, that seems the way the thing is leaning. Uh, I'm of the opinion that I think they should go straight to the postseason, but that's me. I heard Joe Ingles say to PK this morning that he thought the basketball would be better if they did it the other way and included some regular season games. Uh, I, I just think there are complications with that. They could muddy the uh, the competitive aspect to the games and, and people wanting to see teams that are duly motivated uh, that might not happen. I, it might in a couple of cases, but uh, I think it could get a drab in a hurry, and that's why I would be eager just to go ahead and start the postseason. I would guess that Adam Silver has a preferred way of doing it. Um, he'll probably throw out a number of different options because he, he does have to get a consensus amongst his owners, and you're trying, you know, every owner has a different uh, set of um, you know, priorities, I'm sure. Uh, but I bet Adam Silver has one that he, he wants to do. He'll introduce it tomorrow and then spend the weekend whipping votes, and then that's what they'll do next week. Well, there's two considerations here. The first one is preparing guys to be able to enter that postseason and play as at a level that's, uh, if not where they would have been, at least approaching that. And the other is money. Right. And so are you going to just play some regular season games to, to, to get to that 70-game level so you can get that money? Or are you going to have other things in mind? I, I don't know what they'll do. I just know what I would do. See, I, I would uh, I would bring everybody out back and just play until we get to the, that 70, and that's the playoff chase we'll get, and then just go into the playoffs. I, but I don't I don't the logistics of adding more people to the bubble is something to be considered, and, and I don't have that. I don't have that, uh, you know, that answer. And there's also been information how they've been talking about allowing certain family members to to come be a part of what's going on 
And uh, didn't I read somewhere where they were talking about hotel rooms and whatnot, that as teams are eliminated, then more family members will be able to move in with uh, various players? Which makes sense. Yeah. Which which makes sense. Yeah, you got to think about it. I mean, you know, these teams are six, seven, eight games away from 70. So, I mean, you could probably knock out eight games in a couple of weeks. But do you really want to, other than for the money? Well, I think that's, I mean, I, I think that's the motivation at this point. What do you mean by want to? I guess, what are you, what are you asking me? Well, uh, again, I think it's going to get sloppy. And I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, it's not my money. So uh, maybe it's easy for me to say that. But uh, uh, I think it would be cleaner, more competitive, and uh, better all around if you just included the 16 teams and went full bore. See, I, I don't know about the more competitive part. I, I tend to – I'm with Joe Ingles. We talked about this yesterday. I think they're going to need games to get it, to get it back. I mean, I think they're going to need to play some games, and why not have those games go to a, a purpose of salvaging, you know, a, a, a large revenue source? But but again, well, that you, comes down. Do I know. Want, do, do you want just those the playoff plus, or do you want to include everybody in the league? I'd bring everybody back, but I don't know the exact. I don't. I don't know the exact financials there because they're going to have to balance that with you know the logistics of it and that kind of coming back to that i i don't know you know how extensive those logistics are i mean if you look at it like okay to bring just the playoff teams back yeah it's going to take x amount of tests right uh, let's just say fifteen thousand. i don't know but let's just say that uh but if you want to bring everybody back it's uh, going to be an extra ten thousand on top of that well you're all right ready buying 15 anyway so what's another 10 you know what i mean i, I don't know the, the the logistics to the value you know, because if, if, if you can expand the logistics from 20 teams to the whole league and it's really not that big a deal because you're in Disney World, which apparently is 40 square miles and you've got hotel rooms coming out your ears. So, you know, might as well, uh, you know, might as well accommodate more people. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how difficult that is. You know, but, and I don't okay, know how expensive you, that is. I'm if not you sure. bring them all back, Jake, what are you going to do with uh, the Golden State Warriors at this point in time? Make them go you know? play. What, what do you mean, what are you going to do? This is where I, 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 I don't understand some of folks' objections, is that ga- that NBA teams play meaningless games all the time. Why yeah, are we, why a, are we so a, alarmed a, about it now? A, because it's the Achilles heel. What is? Of professional sports, games that don't matter. Well, uh, I mean, it could matter for the other team. It could matter for who Golden State's playing. Well, that's true. And, and an example of that would be, uh, the, the Pelicans have the easiest schedule, right, of the remaining seven games or whatever it is. And so their likelihood of being able to qualify for the playoffs uh, goes up. And it is kind of unfair, I will concede, that uh, they had some of their easier opponents toward the back part of the schedule, whereas maybe some of the other teams have played easier teams to be able to post a better record than they have done uh, to this juncture. So I, I do get that, but I do, I just wonder how it's going to go when teams show up to play with no motivation to be there. Well, and well, the player, the players don't want to be there. It's uh, it, it could lead to a bad product. But I mean, the Warriors were the only team in the league that were officially eliminated from the playoffs. So if this were normal circumstances, we would they wouldn't be making the argument to just pack it in. 
we're eliminated. What do we have to play for? So uh, we'll see you next year. Well, but teams I mean, we don't... do that anyway. What's that? Teams kind of do that sometimes anyway. Well, we're, I don't I don't care if they're faking it. What difference does it make? Just you got to play the game. I don't I don't care if your heart's in it. It makes no difference to me. We that's 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 reality of the NBA. Is some nights, you know, you look at players out there, I uh, and their heart's not in it. You know, well, and, and we're, we don't complain about it then. Anthony, I mean, look. Oh at, yes, we do. We've complained about that in past years. But we teams, nobody because is, you have you have some teams that are trying to position for for better uh, playoff situation, and then you have teams who don't care, and they're they're essentially packing it in. But I have never once heard anybody advocate for just ending the season for those teams, yeah, and that's know, like the and that's there's the, never been a year like this. Too. No, 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 there 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 has not. But that's the that's the I guess uh, logic that people uh, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. All of a sudden, the most important thing that we're considering is that teams have something to play for. Like, well, why is that all of a crappy, sudden the most important thing in the because, world? Yeah, because you've had a three-month layoff longer than that by the time they're actually playing games again. How are the Atlanta Hawks going to react to that? How are the Cleveland Cavs going to show up? Who cares? What? Just show up. <laughs> show up so they can put it on TV. And then we so we can watch something. Yeah, but Just show I mean, up. Who cares? Not, it's, it's not going to be good. So, you know what? I, I still want to – who's even on the Cavs anymore? I still want to watch Kevin Love play basketball. Bring it on. And and if if he if he doesn't care about the game, it, the least he could do for me is go out there and fake it a little bit. <laughs> it's interesting you bring up the Cavs because Larry Nance Jr. has been out there talking about because he's got a pre-existing condition, an underlying condition, yeah. I should say, and that has him worried. But uh, Look, he said he's pl- still going to play. If a player doesn't want to play, and, and this goes for any league. If a player is feels like he's compromised and is in a situation where he doesn't feel comfortable, I, I don't think he should have to. Well, under somebody these circumstances. Some, somebody will object. I, I bet you one of these sports is going to have to tackle that issue, and I w- yeah. I would hope that they would just say fine. Uh, you know, but your your already prorated salary might go down to zero. But at that point, you just tell them to fake an injury, right, and sit it out. Well, I tell you, I'm really excited to see the Minnesota T-Wolves play. I can't wait. But how is that different than any other year? That's what, I guess that's what I'm saying. Why is that, it's why is that all of a sudden year, the biggest priority? Because these, these teams have had it in park for three months. So what? Jeez. It's so, going to be ugly. It's it, going to be it's it will be ugly. ugly. It's going to be oogly. The basketball, be will so be, the basketball will be ugly, but that's, that's unavoidable. And if they get some regular season games to get their feet under them, then the playoffs won't be quite so ugly. Mm. All right. But you know you what? say so. There's a, well, I'm not, I'm not trying to win. We're just debating here. You're giving me the yeah, W? I, 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 I'll take the I, W. That's fine. Do I get a I medal? Can see, I concede the hole. You know, <laughs> okay. Yes, I won. <laughs> Does this mean you have to do incriminating audio? No. Oh, come on. Uh, no, I, I mean, just to put a bow on this, if they only did the 16 teams uh, and, and playoff, it, it really wouldn't surprise me. And, and again, I think the, the biggest linchpin in this whole discussion is the logistics of it. I mean, how many people can you bring back at what cost? And, and that probably is what it will come down to. I believe I think the fewer teams you bring back, the better, just for logistics and and uh, risk and all that sort of thing. I think that is in definitely in that le- side of the ledger, 
And I, I think it would, you could prepare these playoff teams in a, in a mini training camp. I, I think you can get those guys pretty well ready to go. I, I'm not a big believer in preseason games. I don't think it really is all that helpful. I'm not a coach, so but coaches would always want those things. I don't like it in football. I don't like it in basketball. Say so just just put on the uniform and go play. But prepare for it with uh, rugged scrimmages, whatever's necessary in your in your facility or wherever you're you're working out. Get the guys in shape. Get them uh, getting up and down the floor, get them handling the ball, get them running the offense and uh, doing what's necessary to put them in a position uh, physically to play and uh, and then go play. There, that. But put that on TV and call it a game. <laughs> exactly what you just described, that, but, yeah, but, but televise you could, you it and call it those, a game. You could do those things with inner squad, inner squad scrimmages. Man. Well, then put and, that on TV. Call it a game. Uh, I guess you could if people are that hungry for it. Uh, Sven tweets in. He says, Gordon's concern about sloppy NBA play is ridiculous. At this point, I'd watch the Hunter 12th Ward play. <laughs> Just put well, it on good, TV. Good, good for Sven. I know a guy that plays on the Hunter 12th Ward. Uh, I, I know a His guy His stories too. are legendary. Legendary. You, you know that cone drill that they did in Hoosiers? Put that on TV. I'd watch that. I'd rather watch. Give me a, a shuttle run. I'd rather watch a high school game where both teams really are motivated to win than an NBA game involving the New York Knicks. Really? Not not, me. If, that, if that team doesn't want to play, if they're just going to go through the motions, and as you say, fake it. Where's where's the joy in watching that? You haven't watched a high school basketball game lately, have yeah, you? Right. Uh, and, while, and, but and my memory of it is good. If you're watching the no Knicks. shot clock. No, not a lot of shooting. <laughs> and and with the Knicks, I get to practice saying the name Nilakina. How do I Nilakina. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I love sports for the competition. I don't want to go watch a game where one team doesn't want to be there. Well, that happens all the time. Our That's ups. my point. I know, and I don't like it. All right, stay tuned. More Big Show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.